Welcome, everybody, to the podcast here for The Experience. I'm your host, Mike Dryling, and I have an exciting guest here with me today, Allison Hager Hello. from Salina, Kansas, and she's a fitness manager at Genesis Health Club. And we're, we're really uh, happy to be able to get her in, and, and uh, she has an amazing story to tell, and we don't know if we'll get it all told today, but uh, I think uh, you guys are really going to enjoy this show. So, Allison, uh, I'll just, I want you to give uh, maybe the listeners a bit, some background, and I guess maybe we can start with how you and I know each other. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I ended up getting your name from one of my coworkers, Tiger, yeah. and um, I think you're familiar with him and his family, dad, or something uh, like that. Yeah. So, um, Tiger spoke very highly of you just as a fitness professional guy all around and so i was like awesome let's let's get him in here that kind of thing so mm -hmm. we ended up meeting there at genesis because that's where i'm um fitness manager and i have just stepped into that role at genesis um back at the end or in october okay and so um my goal was just to find some badass people that want to work out and love to work out and work out with other people and help other people. And so I think that's where you and I kind of connected is, you know, initially you were supposed to come in and like work me out and yeah. um, I was ready for a workout and you're like, hey, I just want to, I want to know what I'm si like signing up for. What are we doing here? So that's the thing that like, you know, I liked about you is, is you're like, I want to get all the information of what, what does training entail? What does that look like here? Yeah. And so um, you and I just started off like getting to know each other, kind of figure out training and uh -huh. your style of training. And that's the thing that I like about like being able to hire my own fitness professional team is we're able to find people of all walks of life, all mm -hmm. different talents, that kind of thing. Sure. And um, that, you know, you fit that profile. So since there, we've just kind of begun to like build a, build a relationship, build a clientele base and yeah. um, help start helping people. Yeah, it's, it's been really cool. Um, I, I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, just just to be probably really honest, but this will be really believable. Um, you know, I didn't know really what personal training on a professional level really looked like. I knew my version of what training somebody would be like, but <clears throat> it was really eye-opening to walk in and basically realize how much I didn't know sure after you know working out and training for years and years you know it was easy for a person to think I, I I know enough or I know everything I need to know and it was mind-blowing to realize wow I there's a lot more to it and so that was what really impressed me was was that you the the way that you your level of competence but then your your ability to share that competence not without arrogance without i know more than you just sure. really was able to and at a comfortable level just really try to share that out to your you know your other trainers and and me in particular and uh that that really was like that's awesome you know because it didn't make me feel like i like i was less than it's right. just but at the same time you know we were able to i guess evaluate some deficiencies and kind of help you know yeah bring those up yeah and so it's been a really cool experience for me i i really like it i really dig it uh because so now i have another dimension that i can add to right. you know what i already know or, or or and can pass on to other people so for for people that i guess already know me they probably think you know i may know 
may know it all or whatever. Sure. That's definitely not the case. Uh, but it's really been a cool, that was really a cool, um, I guess, first interaction, first meeting. And then from then on, subsequently, um, I've just been learning more and more and then applying what you, sure. what you've taught me or showed me. And, and then, you know, training people, you know, on my own right. and being able to pass that on because that was a, that's a whole nother animal, so to speak, because it's, it's, it was almost easier to train somebody that has a little bit of experience yeah. than somebody that has no experience at all. It's like, where do you even start with someone right. like that? You know, and right. you have to be really specific and really, you know, aware of what they can't do and what their abilities will allow them to do. Right, right. Instead of just throwing them out in the deep end and say, you know, why can't you do that? Hurry right. up, come right. on, you know. Right, exactly. And you, you do that so well. You're like, you you can just zero in and evaluate and uh, figure out, okay, this well, this is where this person is and this is where we probably need to start with this person. And but it didn't always start that way. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, for me, like, people see where I'm at now and, like, you know, my story starting of where I started training uh -huh. was I really didn't know. I don't want to say I didn't know anything. I knew my journey. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I had lost before I started as a trainer, I had lost 90 pounds. And that's what led me into training is my degree is originally in elementary ed and special ed. Okay. And so I have that. I went to school for that and um, really couldn't find a job that would pay decently well. And that's why I started at the gym just as a part-time job so I could have a free membership. Yeah. And then I started, you know, people like slowly start to find out, oh, this lady's almost lost a hundred pounds. So then you have people messaging you on Facebook or messaging you like through email, like, hey, how did you lose your weight? And that's what led me into training. And mm. I, I really didn't have any prior knowledge besides this is what I did before and this is how I did it. And that's kind of how I trained uh -huh. is, well, if I can do it, you can do it. But my training style, has definitely evolved, I'm sure just like yours has, mm -hmm. is when I started out training, I'm, I was 24 and it was like, well, I don't understand why a mom of four kids can't meal prep and get to the gym and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I was always like, you should do it this way. There's a one size fits all, that like type of thing. But the more I got, you know, it's, it's kind of a trial and error when you're working with the community because you know like you said you kind of start training somebody and you realize oh they can't do this or something like that and so for me you really have to like dial back of just like like dissecting what a lunge is like how mm -hmm. do you make a lunge the most basic exercise yeah. possible and so in every aspect <clears throat> that I have had from nutrition to helping people get into the gym to mm -hmm. finding a class that they may like or whatever. Like I used to be very strict on everything. And now it's just like, okay, how can I fit some form of fitness into your lifestyle versus this is the model of fitness and you just have to do it and you don't want it bad enough if you don't want to do it. So, so you got to customize it for <clears throat> yeah. a particular client. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, that's what I think a lot of times that difference is, is because when you look at a trainer from the outside, not knowing what goes into being a trainer, you're like, it can't be that hard. You just work people out, you know? Right. And it's like, once you become a trainer, then you realize, okay, I have this client that has this issue, this client that has this, you know, like all these different barriers. And it's like, I really do have to customize. And that's where I do take pride in like mm -hmm. training my clients is, is 
I am a personal trainer. Not not like client A, B, C, D show up and I run them through the same exact workout. Right. I know there's people that do that, but I'm not that trainer. Yeah. And you use the word professional, like, you know, there's trainers and then there's a professional trainer where you and I are sitting down and we're going over your goals, what what your health history, all mm -hmm. that type of thing. And I'm collecting all of this knowledge so I can create the best tailored program for you, your body, your family, your goals, everything like that right. versus, hey, this is a plan follow it, you know? Yeah. So I do, you know, and you're finding that out too, is it's not a one size fits mm -mm. all program for everybody, but that's, that's what I enjoy is, is tailoring it for every single one of my clients. Well, it, it kind of makes you grow as a trainer, doesn't it? It does. To have to, to have to really dig and get specific for each, for each client. Right. So, right. Exactly. so it benefits you in the long run. It, it, does. it just, it broadens your knowledge, right? It does. It does. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, even with starting new trainers, I wouldn't call you new because there's a lot that you know. Um, there's just the business aspect of it all that's probably different to you. Sure. But like, you know, you start a new trainer and it, it just makes it, it opens their eyes of like when I first started the first, um, one of my first clients that I had, had had a heart attack. And I remember I researched the crap out of like, working with somebody after a heart attack and what to do, or when you get your first client that has diabetes, yeah. how do you train them? What do you do? How, you know, all these different aspects. So I, I, you find yourself researching so much more, you know, there's, there's so much you don't learn when you're studying for just a personal training certification. And like I've told several of my trainers right now is there's so much out there that I can't even tell you the situations that are going to come up when you're training because yeah. You may plan a workout and then your client comes and their, I don't know, their knee is killing them for some reason and they don't even know what they do, they did to it. Mm -hmm. So you have to like change things on the spot. You have mm -hmm. to be able to think on the spot. You have to yeah. be able to have a backup plan and that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, uh, I think you touched on a good point. Um, from the outside, people think, I don't need a trainer. I know what I'm doing or, or it can't be all that hard. And I guess if you're, I guess in a really simplistic term, maybe, maybe that's a little bit true. If if you're just going to be like a bare bare minimum trainer, mm -hmm. but if you're going to be a really good, really professional, it's so far away from the truth because you have to be, like you said, have to think outside the box. You have to be multidimensional, mm -hmm. and you have to be open minded enough to keep yeah. learning because yeah. once once that closes and you're just like locked in on, uh, this is how you train somebody and this is it. Well, I, then I think your value goes down like that, yeah. and because you're always going to be right here yeah. instead of instead of continuing to climb with your value. Yeah. But I, th I think that's I think that's really neat. Uh, just being able to I guess be exposed to that mm -hmm. and see it in a lot. You know, you're, you're a living proof, living example. Right. I'm so glad I walked into that and like, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. There, I you know, there's there's so many dimensions to the level uh, to levels of training, and I I have always said myself like like you should not be the best person in the room mm -hmm. and all great coaches, mentors all have coaches and mentors. Uh -huh. And that has always been like, I never want to stop, stop learning, you uh -huh. know? And so in, in my perspective of things is, is like, I don't want to be the best person in the room because I need to be learning from other people. I sure. have so much that I could be learning. But when I started training, I really didn't, I, I was a very like, 
I just had one level of training and that's all I knew. Yeah. But once I started, I drove to Wichita almost every weekend or every other weekend to work with a guy who had a doctorate in biomechanics. Mm -hmm. He taught me so many lessons that I had no idea, like how to add bands. We've done that with you yep. before. Yep. And um, just like opened my eyes to a whole different type of training and activating muscles and all that type of stuff. And I just thought, exercising is moving to move you know and mm -hmm. then once somebody opens your eyes to another style of training that's always been my goal is is i always try to glue myself to somebody who's better than me mm -hmm. because that's that's the only way that i'm going to learn uh better ways to work with my clients Absolutely. better ways to help my trainers all mm -hmm. that type of stuff i i don't want to be the best in the room yeah. i really hope i'm not so. yeah well that's awesome that's a that's a really good attitude i like the humble attitude and the attitude of, of wanting to constantly, you know, better yourself, bring yourself up. I agree. I agree completely. I mean, if, if we're surrounded by people that, that, you know, have a, a the next level of competence above us, mm -hmm. you know, it forces us to, you know, to come up. Right. So I, I agree completely. Um, so let's talk about your, your beginning of your fitness journey. Um, so what was say the main catalyst? You mentioned that you had, you know, you lost a lot of weight, but what, what was that um what was that one thing that kind of just made it switch for you like i got to do something you know what yeah. was that yeah so i was always a heavy kid growing up high school and that kind of thing but i went to college for my education degree and i actually went to school in iowa i really have no idea why i went to iowa <laughs> it was more like all of my friends from high school were going to kuok state and hayes and i was like I got a letter in the mail. Okay, I'm going to Iowa, you know? So I went to school there <clears throat> and I got really depressed. It was it was always like rainy, snowy, mm -hmm. cold, dark. And I kind of sinked into this level of depression. Like the only thing I really got up for was class. And I just remember like my junior year, I was got up to 234 pounds. And I just remember like I got to the point where I had friends and we when you'd go out in college, everybody's like, oh, let's take pictures, let's take selfies. <clears throat> and I was always the one that's like, I'll take the picture. Mm. I didn't want to be in the picture. I always wanted to be the one to take the picture. And I know some of my clients are like that. That's when you know I look at somebody's Facebook page and if I am training a female, the first thing I do is look at their family pictures. Are they standing in the back or are they always the one taking, taking the picture because yeah. they don't want to be in it. Right. And I relate to that because I got to the point where I never wanted to look in the mirror. I could care less what I looked like. I wore big baggy sweatpants, big baggy hoodies, all that type of thing. I just didn't want to be seen. Right. And I got to that point where I, I literally didn't want to be seen and I was depressed. And I didn't realize I was depressed until hindsight of realizing how far down I really was. Sure. And I remember going home and having a conversation with my dad and I was just like, you know, wah, 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 I'm fat, I'm, I'm this, I, you know, and it was like, I was saying it for somebody to feel sorry for me and, oh no, you're, you know, blah, 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 blah. It, it's your genes, it's, you know, give me a bunch of reasons why I, why I could be overweight, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just remember my dad like saying to me, he's like, Allison, you know, they were telling me about logging my food and I didn't want to do that. I was yeah. negative about everything. And he was like, Allison, you know what? I'm your dad. I'm going to love you whether you're 400 pounds or you're 150 pounds, but you don't love yourself. And until you love yourself, you're never going to change. Yeah. And I remember in my head, I'm like, how dare you? Like, 
you know, you're my dad. Like, how, 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 why are you talking to me like that? And so that I remember, like, it just angered me. Like, it just, like, boiled me because instead of somebody hmm. being like, oh, it's okay, you know, you have bad genes, whatever, he was just like, you got to do something about it. Yeah. And I remember there, there was that. And then there was a level of, I don't know, I wanted to be a cheerleader in, at college. It was a, you know, a lower division college. And I tried out for the team with all of my friends and everybody made it except for me. Mm. And I was like, big is beautiful. You know, I, sh I, they should let a fat cheerleader be cheerleader, you know, all this type of stuff. But it was this bulldog mentality that I had that like, screw you, you guys don't like me, deal with it, you know? And at the core of it, I was insecure. Sure. And I didn't, I, I didn't like that I couldn't do something or be a part of something because I was so heavy. And that's when I, like the end of my junior year, I was like, screw everybody. I'm going to prove everybody wrong that everybody that told me I couldn't do something, I'm tired of being told I can't do yeah. something. And I'm, I'm very much, you know, my personality. I don't, if I don't like being told I can't do something, mm -hmm. um, I can, I'm a girl. I'm going to do, you know, empower myself, empower leaders. And I just, I decided that's when I was going to start okay. and I made a plan and I, I literally showed up to the gym every day that summer. And after three months, I jumped on the scale and I was down 34 pounds. Wow. I was Amazing. like, okay, I just got to keep going. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't change anything. Really? So a okay. year later I was down 90 pounds. Wow. That's, that is really amazing. So, so basically a negative situation and negative feelings basically yeah. basically lit a fire under you to, yeah. to make a big change, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, I was not going to not be able to do something or yeah. have people think negatively or tell me I yeah. can't do something. So Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that, you know, might be in a similar present situation or, or have been in that situation. And um, I, I, uh, you know, I can only try to imagine what that was, you know, would be like, but I've had, not that I have never felt insecure. I have, we, right. we all have probably feelings of right. insecurity of some sort or another, but, um, I know women can really beat themselves up, you know, especially with, with, you know, weight and insecurity and stuff, but that is, that's really inspiring. And I'm, I'm glad that you, you know, I guess are able to share that yeah. with people because I know people probably have to look at that and think, well, wow, now I can do that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So your fitness journey, um, that's the, that was the first, probably like the first part of it or, the, or what got you started. Yeah. And on the next episode, we'll, we'll pick up from there and, sure. and talk about what, what the next level or the next step was for you. Absolutely.